Hello, you're listening to Up the Union podcast. I'm Dan Hames, back from the summer break, and we're speaking with Tony Ranke. Tony is on the staff of Desiring God, and he has a book just out, Newton on the Christian Life. And it's to John Newton we want to turn now. Tony, how did you first get into studying John Newton, and how has he blessed you? Uh, that's a great question. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, Banner of Truth and any of their hardcover volumes that they publish, I, I own. And uh, I think it was just picking through his letters and reading his works, the the six volume works that I've had on my shelves since I can remember. I don't I don't know when I was uh, initiated into John Newton. It would have been pretty early in my Christian life. And so Newton's just always sort of been there on my shelves, uh, always been there to uh, help me with pastoral questions that I have. I think it was um, in... About 2008, when I started working for a denomination that was seeking to care for pastors, that I really started to understand that Newton was not only a sharp pastor himself, but he was also a pastor of pastors. And so I started to think of creative ways to leverage the wisdom of Newton to reach pastors in this denomination that I was working for. And uh, I think that was the time, about 2008, 2009, when I really started to see the value of Newton today, just the freshness of it, he doesn't—he doesn't sound like a, a guy who was a contemporary of Jonathan Edwards. Uh, he reads like somebody who was maybe a contemporary of, of Charles Spurgeon or someone much later. And so he was writing in a way that was very personal. It uh, was relatable. It was uh, self-effacing. It was biblical. It was Christ-centered. It was all of those things. And uh, just to. I guess there's a lot of street value in Newton because I saw sort of his wisdom get applied by pastors today uh, all around the globe, and I just saw that there was just an immediate need for this this guy who was so relevant today. And I know Newton's letters have been really important for you. I have on my shelf his Cardiphania, such a, a warm, Christ-centered selection of his letters. It is. And the interesting thing about that book, which is probably his most well-known book of letters, is that none of those letters were written for a public audience. And so those, uh, he had, he published a couple of volumes of letters that sold really well. Uh, and those letters were typically published in magazines or they were letters that he knew would get published again later. Uh, but w- once he saw the popularity of his letters, he went back to his friends and he said, hey, you know those letters I sent you? Can you send them back to me? I'll redact personal information and publish them. And so uh, that volume that you just mentioned is completely comprised of letters that were never intended to be published. And he thinks that's the secret key to why they were so so popular it's just because he is dealing with a very particular topic. He's trying to serve one particular soul. And by doing that and by bringing Christ into the equation, uh, which makes his letters transcendent in their value, uh, he wrote his most his most important volume uh, that, that we have from his, his life, especially from his pastoral letters. Thanks, Tony. We'll be hearing more from Tony next time as we talk about Newton's life story. So make sure you tune in again.